0: If you have any questions about the book, or you want me to read something, or you want to shout out, or if you just want to contact me, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. Hello, and welcome back to my podcast. Today I'll be reading Chapter 12 of Wings of Fire, The Lost Air*. Queen Coral dropped her head and slowly dragged herself back to her pool. Dead, she said. My gill is dead. No more eggs, Moray whispered. She was still crouched in the center of the floor, scrubbing at the blood. Her eyes had a weird glow to them. No more dragonettes, no more challenges. Not necessarily. She called Mary again, Whirlpool mar- murmured. Moray shot a glare at him. <clears throat> Carl didn't seem to hear either of them. She pulled an enemy into her wings and clutched her tightly. The little dragonette wiggled a bit, but then gave up and rested her head on Coral's shoulder. She blinked in a resigned way at Tsunami over their mother's back. Tsunami felt like oceans were pressing against the back of her eyes. Her scales were heavy, as if they were clogged up with seaweed. But I didn't have a choice, did I? He was my father, and I had no idea tsunami thought but he wasn't a real dragon anymore he wasn't anyone inside his parched scales he was gone and i had to survive i had no- i had to survive to protect my friends and fulfill my destiny nothing helped she hadn't really thought about other options when she killed the sea wing and the arena it was impulse and wanting to prove something to queen scarlet shark was still staring at her unblinking tsunami bared her teeth at him I must grieve," said the Queen. Counsel dismissed. She stepped to the edge of the pavilion and flew off to her cave, still holding an enemy. The council dragons peeled off to various caves and other levels of the pavilion. Tsunami buried her head in the pool and clutched her horns. Now what was she supposed to do? She was defin she definitely was not in the mood for seeing her friends. It would not make her any it would not make her feel any better. To have- Faced their remarks about what a terrible dragon she was. The kind of dragon who attacked other dragons for no reason. The kind of dragon who did things she thought was right but was always wrong. The kind of dragon who could kill her own father. Something trapped er- her on the top of the head. She emerged from the water and found Whirlpool rubbing his claws together. Time for your first lesson, he said in his oily voice. Now, Tsunami said... Why not? He spread his hands. It's never too soon to begin filling our minds with knowledge. Tsunami hissed softly under her breath. But was this was not going to be fun. Perhaps it would be distracting. Come, he said, striding to the edge and diving over. Tsunami reluctantly followed him into the cavern lake. He was hovering several lengths below the surface, flashing his stripes at her. Tsunami sank to his level and watched him. She kept her own scales dark. She most definitely did not want to say something to him, like what she'd said to Riptide. If an enemy was right about coral plans for him, Whirlpool did not need any encouraging. After a few moments, Whirlpool swam up to the surface again. His pale green eyes seemed far too big for his eye sockets. "'What's the matter?' he said. "'Don't your stripes light up?' "'Of course they do,' Tsunami snapped. "'But you haven't told me what you're saying, what we're saying or anything.' Just imitate me, he said officially Officially, and dove again before she could argue. <sighs> Tsunami growled. This time she imitated each flashing path of light along her wings, her tail, her skides alternating and sometimes flashing faster or slower. It seemed to go on for an eternity. Finally, Whirlpool nodded with satisfaction arose to the air again. Excellent, he proclaimed. What's excellent? "'Excellent,' he proclaimed. "'What's excellent?' Tsunami demanded, spreading her wings to float. "'What did we just say?' "'We recited the first chapter of the Queen's very first work, "'The Tragedy of Orca. "'It's extremely moving and gloriously written. "'You nearly repeated it perfect, perfectly.' "'Perfectly.' "'Tsunami wanted to splash seawater water up his annoying snout. "'But I didn't learn anything.' Oh, you will. Oh, you will, he said. With repetition comes perfection. Shall we go again on the second chapter? No, Tsunami said. Teach me something I can use. How do you greet strangers? How do you warn other sea wings of danger? How do you say, I'm sorry I killed my father, she thought. She shook herself. For Moon's sake, at least show me how to say, I don't speak aquatic. All knowledge can be found in the Queen's writing, Whirlpool insisted. If he recite three chapters a day, we should get through her entire body of work in about five years. I have to get out of here, Tsunami thought. Tsunami said, before I tie your stupid tail around your stupid snout and leave you in a bundle at the bottom of the lake. She thought. She turned and swam toward the exit tunnel. It wasn't quite as dramatic as storming out of a cave, which she had hoped would be the first and last time she missed anything about life under the mountain. I'm not impressed with your work ethic, Whirlpool called. This might take us closer to seven or eight years if you. Sammy plunged her head under the water so she wouldn't have to listen to him anymore. The exit tunnel yawned ahead of her, and she shot into it as fast as her wings could beat. Outside the summer palace, the sky was gray, overcast, which suited Tsunami's mood perfectly. Wind whipped into the sea, wind whipped the sea into white-tipped peaks, knocking Tsunami around even more than usual. She tried paddling away from the palace underwater, but currents kept flinging her into the jagged boulders. She was sick of fighting with the ocean. Why wouldn't it welcome her like it was supposed to? Why couldn't she start over as a normal sea bing with normal problems instead of having her past mistakes suckered onto her tail like overgrown leeches? Frustrated, she swam to the surface and flew into the sky. It didn't make sense that flying should be any easier for her than swimming. What kind of sea bing didn't love the sea? The kind that shouldn't be queen, maybe, Tsunami thought. Looming out of the water head, ahead of her was the island of rocks shaped like dragon, giant dragon skeletons. Tsunami banked toward it, starting with holes and gaps. She chose the cave where the eye should be and landed in the cool semi-darkness. The stone was smooth like pearls under her claws. She, dropped her wings, she flopped her wings to dry them and turned to look out of the entrance. A dragon head popped into her view then vanished again. Wow, Tsunami said. You are the worst at saying it in. Has anyone ever told you that you should definitely never be a spy? Riptide slowly poked his head around the mouth of the cave. I think I'd make a splendid spy, he said indignantly. Aren't you supposed to be patrolling the outer islands where we met? Tsunami asked. Perhaps, but as you can imagine, I don't have a very important job, Riptide said made a wir- wiry expression. Her Majesty can't trust me with anything vital. You don't seem like a shady character, Sammy said, remembering that she was supposed to be mad at him too. She could yell at him. Her first instinct was to yell at him. Maybe I should stop listening to all my first instincts, she thought. She scooted back farther into the cave. Come on in, I'm just recovering from an aquatic lesson with Whirlpool. Oh, Whirlpool. Queen Coral's favorite instrument of torture, Riptide said. He climbed into the cave beside her, shaking water droplets from his scales. The cave was only big enough for three or four dragons, so they were close together in the dark dark than Tsunami had expected. When she was much younger, Tsunami had 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 fleeting crushes on clay and starflight before she realized that starflight could be massively annoying and that sweet loyal clay saw the other dragonettes as brothers and sisters but they were only dragonettes her own age that she'd met even though they weren't sea wings who else was she supposed to like now here she was Alone with the a seething, a seeving who looked at her as if he didn't see a future queen or a father killer, anything but a dragon whom he liked very much. Coral told me about told me webs is your uh, Coral told me webs is your father. She said quickly, awkwardly, "Why didn't you say something when we first met?" It's not how it's not how I usually interrupt introduce myself. He said. He coiled his tail around his tones. ''It makes dragons see me a certain way. I'm sorry. I should have told you. I was hoping you might, um...'' ''I'd like to know more about him.'' Tsunami shook her head, tempted to say, ''No, you wouldn't.'' ''Is that why you've been hanging around watching me?'' she asked instead. His dark blue eyes caught the faint light from outside. ''That and other reasons,'' he said. ''I was worried about you. There aren't a lot of, uh, outspoken dragons in the Kingdom of Sea.'' I can say whatever I want," Tsunami said boldly. "I'm the missing princess. Mother loves me so much she'll have a harness on me by the end of the day if I'm not careful." Riptide snorted. "I'd like to see a dragon I'd, I'd like to see any dragon try to put a harness on you. Then they'd really find out who out, how outspoken I am," Tsunami said. She opened and closed her wings, accidentally brushing his. "Oops, say something quick." Whoops, wasn't so bad, she blurted. Not as bad as the other two, he tilted his head. We had three guardians. The other two, Dune and Kestrel, hated everything, Tsunami said. Except maybe Sunny. Nobody hates Sunny. She's too sweet and simple and lovable. She sounds frightful, at said, and Tsunami laughed. But... Webbs, he wasn't just trying to keep us alive. He taught us everything he could, except aquatic, I guess. He taught us history and geography and all about the prophecy. And he wasn't even that boring about it. When it was his turn to hunt, he tried to bring back prey he knew we liked. It would have been worse without him. She fell silent, thinking. She never tried listening, listing good things about Webbs before. It was a lot harder than complaining about him, like she'd done her whole life. It's all right, Riptide said. You can tell me the truth. The end of his tail flipped up and down. I want to hear the bad stuff too. It's good for me. Tsunami took a deep breath. He should have protected us better. If he was the only one who cared, he should have stopped Dune and Kestrel from hurting us and telling us we were worthless. He should have fought us for he should have fought for us, and he never did, except right at the end when Scarlet and the Sky Wings attacked. ''That's one thing i do,'' she thought to herself. ''I'd fight for my friends, even if I'm doing it all wrong.'' Riptide nodded, looking down at the stone under his talons. ''Weak and cowardly,'' he said. ''That's how he's always been described to me.'' Tsunami reached out and touched his wings with one, of her, with one claw. ''That doesn't mean you're anything like him,'' she said. ''It's not fair to punish you for what he did.'' Something tinkled in the air be- be- between them, like the sky outside waiting for the storm. This is the most um, most improper thing for the C-wing, future sea wing queen, Tsunami thought. But maybe I'd rather have this than a throne anyway. Would you like a real aquatic lesson? Riptide asked with a smile. I demand one, she answered. It's dark enough in here, he said. All right, here's what you say to Whirlpool next time you see him. The stripe on his tail lit up three times. Uh-oh, Tsunami said, copying him. What did I just call him? A squid brain, Riptide said, my new favorite insult, thanks to you. I'm not sure this lesson is teaching me much more than he did, Tsunami pointed out. Hey, now I'm offended, he said. All right, you asked for it, he sat down and pointed to his snout. These stripes usually indicate questions, like this, this, like this for why, and this for how, and this for when. Tsunami mimicked him, memorizing the patterns of flashing. It was easier easier than she expected. Maybe there was one part of being a seething that she wouldn't be a total failure at. After she had the three question patterns down, Riptide said, "Try Try this one. I will protect you. Stripes flashed along his side, and he gestured at the same time. I don't need protecting, Tsunami said. I know, he said. But knowing you, you'll probably need to say to some someone one day, tsunami like that. I will protect you, she echoed, flashing it back at him. He smiled a little sadly. I wish you could, he said. Why not, she said. I'm a princess. I can do whatever I want. Not while someone else is a queen, he pointed out. All right. Here's how you indicate different kinds of danger. Ripped head showed her other straight patterns and some ad- Talon gestures as well. It was all fascinating, and Tsunami wasn't sure how much time had passed when she finally glanced out at the wind-whipped sea and realized she should be getting back. Mother might be looking for me, she explained, but thank you, you have no idea how helpful this was. All of this, she thought, realizing she managed to forget about Gil for a while. Has Blista arrived yet? Riptide asked. Tsunami shook her head. He took her front talon hisses. Be wary of her, he said. She has her own plans, and I don't think protecting sea wings is high on her list. I will, Tsunami said. Oh, she added, wring her talons. What does this mean? She tried to imitate the circular gesture Shark had made yesterday. Riptide tilted his head at her. If you mean this, he said, doing it perfectly, then it means something like, not right now, we'll finish this later. Tsunami stared at him. Are you sure? Pretty sure, Riptide said. Why? Who? Yesterday, when I stopped Shark and the guards from t- killing my friends, Tsunami said, jumping to her feet, the gesture he made to them? You're telling me he was saying, we'll just kill them later? Riptide rubbed his doubt. Maybe, he said unhappily. But if Queen Coral hasn't ordered it, then I'm sure... "'How would I know?' Tsunami cried. "'What if she has ordered it and I didn't understand her?' "'She ran to the mouth of the cave. "'I have to go back. I have to check on them. "'I haven't even seen them since yesterday.' "'She leapt into the air, catching the air currents. "'Be careful!' Riptide called after her. "'I'll be out here if you need me. Just!' "'The wind yanked her away.' Yanked away his last word. Tsunami dove into the water between the spiral dragon horns. She powered through the kelp into the tunnel, shooting between the rock walls. She was going so fast, she didn't see the dark shape waiting above her in one of the breathing holes. She thought she was alone until talons slammed into her back and sharp claws closed around her neck.